You're listening to DraftKings Network. I was like, I, I was going to shut it off. And like, I have a tendency, even when it's a song I like, sometimes I'm just sitting at a red light and I'm bored and I start clicking buttons. And I'm like, wait, I like that song, you idiot, go back. And um, I was like, don't do it, don't do it. You have to tell Allison, sorry, I listened. And I guess I forgot because it was days ago, but here we are. It'd be like that right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of the Too Many Men podcast. I am Allison Lucan, and as always, I am joined by the blue-haired beauty, Shana <laughs> Goldman. Shana, say hi. Hey. And then we have story breaker, news writer, question asker extraordinaire, Sarah Sivian. Sarah, what's it's up? It's me, the news writer that is not capitalizing it on any which way. Guys, we'll get into this, I think, but it's really hard to cover the Stanley Cup playoffs from your living room. Um, I had a mental breakdown. I had one hour of sleep yesterday, but we're back today. We're back. Morale's high, and all you can do is wake up and try not to cry every day. So mission accomplished today. What's up? <laughs> it's, it's, it's been... It's been hard getting back into hockey. We were talking about this before the show started, and it's just going from literally nothing to the chaos that is the playoffs when you literally don't know the schedule, like even a day in advance has been crazy. But we're here. Yes, we're, we're together. Here. We're here. Excellent. We're, our remaining brain cells. Our remaining are brain yeah, cells. we're kind of here. <laughs> if, if, if we exist, we're here. All right. Um, we are going to start, as always, as we do with pride, Two noteworthy additions to this week's shit list. Shayna, tell us about the first entry, please. The Oakland Athletics and uh, mainly their bench coach, Ryan Christensen, who uh, thought it was a good idea to do a Nazi salute while the players were oh walking God. into the dugout. And I mean, not only was it bad, there's always like the follow-up. It's not just the action, it's the reaction and Part of their statement, you know, like his statement sucked and uh, he was trying to say it was like an adaptive el elbow bump in the world of COVID and blah, 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 blah. An adaptive like, buddy, elbow bump. Everyone was doing elbow bumps and you did not do an elbow bump. Yeah, like no. honestly, go fuck yourself there. So that's strike one. Uh, well, no, strike one's doing it. Strike two is your excuse. And then let's talk about the team statement. This line struck me. It said... This is incredibly offensive, especially in these times when we as a club and so many others are working to expose and address racial inequalities in our country. So you're only sorry you got caught because in this day and age, everyone's trying to say, gotcha for doing the wrong thing. Therefore, it's the wrong thing. Like, I, we're working to expose things. So we're looking at things that have been wrong forever. And finally, people have the fucking balls to look at it and say, you're a dick and I'm going to call you on it. And now you're going to be like... It's this climate. That's why we're getting called on it. You did a fucking Nazi salute. Like, eat shit, dude. <laughs> Live. And it was. It was, like, clear as day. That was a Nazi salute. So, wait, read the team statement. So, the team is pissed that people are pissed? Well, so, it's A's bench coach Ryan Christensen greeted players with a gesture that looked like a Nazi salute. We do not support or condone this gesture or the racist sentiment behind it. And then it was a line, it's incredibly offensive, blah, blah, blah. And then they ended it with, we are deeply sorry that this happened on our playing field. Like, so... So, they are sorry. We're sorry this happened on our playing field. Okay. We're so sorry in this day and age when everyone's looking to call out everyone for their fucking shit that we got fucking called out for our shit because we're shit humans. Like, dude, like, honestly... I tried to be nice and not like go off about shit because I feel for the Twitter people. But like, honestly, yeah, you never PR... do that. You never yeah, you... No, I would never talk shit on the internet. But like your fucking PR person must suck if that's what the team statement is or right. the people higher up who gave the sentiments that that was the case suck. Whatever case, you all fucking suck and you blew it. Like there's no, there, you, you just, I <laughs> It's amazing. <sighs> Alexa, play You're Not Sorry by Taylor Swift. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> that and also, oh my God, there's <laughs> Alexa's actually playing it in my house. See, this oh my God, Liz, the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. 
This happened to me the other day with Echo, just so you guys know, when we were on Twitch and you're like, what are you saying? Echo did that to me and started playing. So Shane, have you listened to Taylor Swift yet? I don't know that song. I did hear, um, I don't know what, but it was a new song on the radio when I was in the car and I didn't shut it off. (laughs) That'll do it. That's the litmus test. I was like, I, I was going to shut it off. And like, I have a tendency, even when it's a song I like, sometimes I'm just sitting at a red light and I'm bored and I start clicking buttons and I'm like, wait, I like that song, you idiot, go back. And um, I was like, don't do it, don't do it. You have to tell Allison, sorry, I listened. And I guess I forgot because it was days ago, but here we are. It'd be like that right now. But you know what? If we can muster up $2,000, us and our lovely listeners for the Black Girl Hockey Club, just on a whim, then I think the Oakland Athletics can donate to um, like the Holocaust Museum or something to show that they're actually sorry. Like at the very least, this is a rich organization. So, yeah, organization. Yes. Very nice. Um, yeah. So, that, well, that was a shitless discussion. Um, and we're not done. We we have another entry. I can't wait to see how this goes. Shana, who's number two? <laughs> I'm going to try not to say the word fuck while I explain this one. No, it's shit is what you're going We're growing up. We're growing up. (laughs) FC Dallas. (laughs) To like really think my words carefully. Oh, I can't do it. Okay, FC (laughs) Dallas. (laughs) They were the team that pulled out of the MLS's tournament. And I guess now their season's going on, which like, I'm sorry, I don't give a shit about MLS. I only care about women's soccer. So I don't fully understand. But so a season's happening at their home arenas now. And this is separate from the tournament that just happened. But so this was the team that pulled out because of COVID concerns because too many players tested positive. Okay. They had fans in the stands because (laughs) – fucking Texas. There's one. Um, They had fans in the stands, so strike one there. Like, are you idiots or are you idiots? It's goddamn pandemic. Don't have fans in the stands, but here Uh. we are. And of all teams. Secondly, when the players – when – the players were doing the national anthem and some knelt for the Black Lives Matter movement, as we've seen across sports, minus hockey, but I digress. Um, people, those lovely fans in the stands that had to be invited to this game, threw, like, food and drinks on the field to show their dismay and, like, go fuck their yourself. Their dismay. I'm, I'm using big words, and I'm mixing <sighs> them with F, so. <laughs> I'm using big words, and I'm mixing them with F. Sarah, your reaction to FC Dallas fans? All of that is just going to be in a history book one day, and our kids are going to be like, wow, that's really embarrassing. All of this, like, where do you even begin with how embarrassing that is? And there you have it. Like, there there was no need for the rush back to fans. Like, we're lucky to even have sports right now. And even then, it's a total shit show. Like, right. It's ridiculous. <sighs> but those are our shitless entries for this week. Um, Sarah hinted at this. We do also have our bit of news, my favorite segment. <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> but um, if you didn't see the tweet, um, you guys, our wonderful listeners, our wonderful friends in the community, helped us raise $2,000 for Black Girls Hockey Club simply by hanging out at a game launch. Yes which is insane. I mean, we talked about this with the flip cup tournament going into this, you guys, honestly, like how much money did you think we were going to raise? Like $200 for, and like half of that would have been us just because we like just decided to do it, but it was awesome. Like two days warning. I was a shit storm during it. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Shane is, Shane is literally driving around the city to find internet. Oh my God. But we just want to, we just want to thank you guys. Um, Thanks to Sarah, we matched. <laughs> um, so, but we were proud to do it. And uh, we continue to be amazed by how generous and loving and supportive and focused on making this place better you all are. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and if you aren't already, follow, listen, support um, Black Girls Hockey Club and all that they are doing. We are proud to be part of that community, also of supporters. So proud. Anything else on that, guys? We should we should do another live game this time. Yeah, we should. I yes, and this time I in this economy might not be pitching in that much, but that's it's the pop that counts. But yes, let's yeah. do it again. Any we're open to ideas too about like what we want to do to like I don't know if anybody has ideas, we'll ask 
sometime via Twitter. So for we sure. could also do it. We could set like we have to donate a dollar every time we say certain words. Drink yeah. and donate a dollar. Well, that'd be fun. Well, we know what yours is. <laughs> the swear jar. <laughs> I'd fucking fail a swear jar. I never had one. Thank God. <laughs> That's why I am the way I am. Maybe if I had a swear jar, I'd have a better vocabulary. But like, like I will defend forever, just like the bullshit with the bad spellers or smart people. People who are smart curse a lot. It's just science. <laughs> you know the... We know the pain of the world and we carry it on our shoulders. That's why we swear. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, speaking of, of Shayna not failing, folks, there was a draft lottery this week. Part two. And congratulations to the New York Rangers. They were so hurting for young talent. Um, but maybe that embarrassment, that smashing that complete owning by the Carolina Hurricanes um, was worth it. Shayna, how was it? What was your reaction to, to the team you cover getting the first overall pick? Um, I like was sitting there and I was sitting there with like just my phone. I'm like, oh yeah, I should grab a computer. Like I should pretend to like do something and like announce <laughs> wherever they place and tweet it out. Like I was, um, Oh my God, wait, you, sorry yeah. to interrupt, but you just nailed it. Like that, it feels like I'm just pretending to do something. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, I was just sitting there drinking a smoothie and I was just like, oh yeah. <laughs> and I, and I'm like, oh yeah, the draft lottery's on now. And it was like 5.59 and I like totally forgot it was on at six because I was having a shit day and I was just like, oh yeah. So I sit down and like, uh, I sat there with my boyfriend who's like a very passionate fan and is very reactive about like, everything like if you if you were in like you can't watch a game with him without hearing him like lose his mind 30 times um I don't know what that's like at all no no <laughs> um so like he's sitting there and like he's like oh it's rigged and he's like making jokes he and he was saying how like we're gonna hear it because the ball dropped like oh it's weighted down it's too heavy and he was like cracking jokes and then he's like going on twitter and seeing that all these people are saying it and oh then as God. i went to do it i looked down for a second he's like oh yeah let me pull up, let me pull up twitter I'm like looking down and I look up and he's like, holy shit. And I just look over. I'm like, oh my God, like that happened. And he was like screaming and freaking out. And I'm just standing there like, all right, this is the thing. Like I couldn't even believe it happened. I was just like, all right, well, they got lucky. They, they lucked out. And the best is like later that night during the game, they were talking about like when the Rangers, you know, got dismantled by the Hurricanes. And like normally, like I could tell, like Rich would be like, oh, go fuck yourself. Shut up. I don't want to hear to mute the TV out of like anger. He was just like, yeah, they did. He was like happy <laughs> about it. So it's the like Canes, amazing. The Canes tweeted, you're welcome at Rangers. <laughs> I, honestly, like the Rangers, I'm glad it went to a team that didn't belong in the playoffs, that it wasn't fair. like the yeah, Penguins. Fair. Like that was, if yeah. Edmonton won it, I would have been disappointed just knowing <laughs> what would have happened. Oh my to God. Other, if Pittsburgh yeah. got it, come on. Right. And if Toronto got it, like, and those are two teams right there, three teams that should have been in the playoffs. Like I felt like the most neutral options, I was like, Florida's neutral, but like going on what's going on in their front office, you're like, maybe you don't want them to win. And um, yeah. I felt neutral. Nashville felt neutral. And Minnesota, I was like, you know what? Minnesota's a team. Minnesota like, would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. That would have yeah. been fine. And I knew like, obviously people who cover other teams or are fans of other teams aren't going to want to see the Rangers like win the draft lottery after like getting Panarin and Kako and things like that. But um I think it just makes for things to get like a lot more interesting for them. So like, I'm obviously excited and um, completely unprepared because I was like, this will never happen. So I'm not, I'm not like a prospect person, you know, like it's not my, it's not my thing. And yeah. when it was the ninth overall pick that they had, I'm like, okay, let me study. And I'm studying like 10 prospects and I was wrong on the prospect I picked too. So I didn't like pay enough attention until, and then last year I felt good. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to study Hughes or Kaka. Like I'm ready for this. And I was so fucking prepared for both of them. And then this year, I'm like, it's not going to happen. So I'll just wait a little bit. I have time. And then I'll start looking at, you know, the nines and tens everyone's projecting. And I'm like, oh, oh, I get to have fun with this. And this, this made my life easier. So here we go. What do you think about him? Like, first, snuff. Is that a word? Like, is that a phrase? Today it is. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, he's good. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's like, he's really, like, talented. And he's someone that, like, we've heard for already. Pay like, him. It just that's it's that level of analysis. Pay him. Yeah, I got like, it. I got it. Say no more. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to go through like video more than just like seeing clips of it. Like, you know, you would see yeah. it and you're like, oh wow, he's gonna be great someday. And 
any uniform and then you're like oh hey imagine though they traded or something crazy it won't happen but like if they did that would be so funny if i like fucking study and then it's like uh for brady shay again <laughs> the old reverse hey they reversed with winnipeg last year remember it the first round oh, pick yeah. that they got from winnipeg in the hayes deal they traded back for truba along with neil pionk oh yeah and <laughs> oh my god wait the hurricanes got the um Maple Leafs 13th overall, or was it 15th overall pick? Um, now that the Ranger, yes. I yeah. forget what it is, but it's hilarious. Like, the, Toronto is just in one. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I was just gonna say, I was speaking just gonna of say. that, uh, we on our last official show, um, did do play in round ra- uh predictions. Oh, wait, 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 back up. What? Toronto, there's something to make fun of. I thought we're you were talk about the, we're gonna talk about that match. I thought you were gonna talk about Cody Cece for a sec. The internal I mean, there's metrics. so much to talk about. What? Okay. Oh, the inter. Oh my God, the internal, the internal metrics. metrics. It reminded me of Vigneault with his. We have a sophisticated stat package that he said when people asked about his analytics. How, how do you How do you even say that when someone's already said that and been mocked? It's not even Vigneault. It's what's his face, um, Rutherford, who said it about Jack Johnson. Oh, Jack Johnson. Oh, God, that was. And I saw someone tweet something. They were like, "I want to see the Blue Jackets sign Justin Schultz and be like, oh, we know the I reason.' Know. You know." Um, but I was talking to Micah because I was asking him a million questions the other day about something on his site, and he sent me to explain it with CC stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, funny that you have Cody CC handled. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm like, you got anything? And I don't think he did yet. Amazing. I just need to know. Well, let's talk about Toronto. Um, Toronto played the Blue Jackets of Columbus in a play-in round and lost <laughs> in five games. How does that affect the Leafs? Oh, it affects the Leafs. <laughs> Listen, um, any comments uh, on that series other than it has just been a shockingly reverberation of depression throughout <laughs> the greater Toronto area? Um, apparently the world ended, um, everyone needs to be traded, and everyone sucks, and the coaches all need to be fired, is what I've heard. I kind of get it. I'm here for it. They kind of do suck. Like, at this point, you, like, what are you doing? Figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, it is crazy. Like, it doesn't make sense. And it doesn't make sense. Look, the Blue Jackets played very well, but it does not make sense when you can't even get a mm-hmm. shot off for, like, very extended periods of time in those games. I'm and sorry. How, like, where is your mental fortitude of coming, finally leafsing, like, doing the reverse leafs and then losing? You can't yeah. lose the series after that. Like, you yeah. just can't. Like, what – and I feel like it's, I didn't sound, I don't know what I sound like, but I feel like it's just all these young guys that got paid a hundred million dollars and they walk around like basketball stars in the city, which is cool. I'd love for the rest of the league to be like that with the NHL, like, and self-expression and their clothes were awesome. But it's like right now, realistically, they're the only ones doing that. So it's like, it seems like some type of like God complex where totally. it's like not really there yet, bud. Yeah. <laughs> The thing with it is you're hearing a lot of people go back and like reanalyze the Kadri for Barry trade. Yes. At the time. Kadri's crushing it. Yes. Yeah. He, he is. And it's like, it's not, Kerfoot's a good player, but it kind of shows how important Kadri is. And I do understand to an extent why they were fed up. Like, I think he got suspended two years straight in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. That discipline, it didn't seem like he learned, but he was also a good player. And right. it's not like he got a bad player in Kerfoot, you know? Um, but like. Barry, it was such a weird thing because when it was Babcock, like obviously he wasn't playing to his potential or even being used the way he should. And then Keith came in and you saw like a different usage, but like you saw a lot of mistakes and like they were without Muzzin, it showed. Um, what are you, oh, yeah. what are you going to do with this blue line? You got rid of, you ran Jake Gardner out of town and it's like, it's not like anything solved. And I don't know, like they have a great starting goalie, no backup. Their defense, I, don't know what you're going to do with that. So it's like they, they have their work cut out for them. And I don't see how you make a change without moving up like a, a young forward from a Nylander type to like a Kapanen or Andreas Janssen or something. Like I feel like something's got it, like has to move to get a defenseman in there. And they literally, oh, sorry. I no, mean, go, go, go. But they literally do not have a backup. Like, right. And Could we have all. Oh, God. And we've all seen at this point, like, the importance of having a 1A and 1B. Like, I think, like, yeah. Ras Kalak is probably the perfect example of that. But, Allison, obviously, you cover the Blue Jackets. Oh, my God. What's your thoughts on Seth Jones' marathon and such? <sighs> Listen. Well, I don't know if you've heard. Seth Jones is actually not good, apparently. 
apparently. Hmm. Okay, galaxy brain. <laughs> but uh, I, like, I literally, like, I, you guys, and we're getting into round one, but like after that game, I was exhausted. I was exhausted all the next day, and I sat on my ass on my couch and made gifts. Like, I can't <laughs> Sorry, even. What? Um, gifts no pictures they're moving pictures you said it to me like 18 times yesterday and i didn't correct you once so i get one leave me alone fine um you got your one thank you and now it's over perfect but like i and then like game two yesterday with them like they looked really good in terms of a conditioning perspective well i mean they look good they won the game but like i was floored i that's just like superhuman and he was still close he, i think he ended with like 27 10 yesterday like that's insane that's Weinberg even scored it's yesterday like, i can't handle <laughs> the details um all right let's get to it girls rangers carolina quick thoughts because we have to get through every single matchup as well as the round okay, one matchup so okay. go shana since you lost uh, even though you said you the, your team was going to win yeah i thought i i the, their best players were not their best players um, <laughs> Okay, no, coach. like it, it's like it's it's like at the most basic level analysis, but like when you don't have depth, you need your best players to be like as good as they were all year. Zibanejad, I barely noticed, which I don't think I could say at all during the season. I don't think Panarin had three consecutive bad games like that all year in his mm -hmm. career. I don't like it was not good. Um, bright spot, Trouba did look good after like he had a shitty season. There was no question about it. That like I like that and um. Kako was like a bright spot after, I mean, look, he had one of like the worst statistical seasons in the league. So to yeah. see that Kako like stood out the way he did was like encouraging, but um, they deserve to lose. Not surprised like that they did lose. I was a little surprised they lost as badly as they did. And, you know, you, if you look at them, they shouldn't be upset they lost. They should be upset at like how they lost. And they definitely have their work cut out for them now. And um then there's like the whole Henrik Lundqvist thing. So we will talk about that. I feel like when that we have more on that, so we can like get into that whole thing and how it was handled and what's next. But that was like another like storyline there. Sarah, your thoughts on the series. Um, yeah. I mean, basically same thoughts as Shane. I did. We did. I think both had Canes in our prediction winning, right? Well, but, both did. you and I did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Shana picked the Rangers. Oh yeah. There <laughs> I did too, kind of, or at least for one game, but he disappeared. <laughs> he disappeared, yeah, and yeah. Um, it just shows then you see the Bruins with the Canes, and you kind of see, like, the disparage of how far they have to come until they're, like, a real contender. But it's still encouraging that they got here this, like, fast at all. And um, Gold star for effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll yeah. give you that. But I – I was pleasantly surprised with like the performance of the Hurricanes top line and like Aho, cause I know that he takes a while to get things going. Yeah. So when he was just like, Nope, we're here already. Like let's put this show on the road. And like their first line performed so well, it was just kind of, I did not fully expect that, especially with the Rangers, but yeah. Yeah, they were, they were just, like, disruptive. Like, I feel like that's yeah. the way to put it. They disrupted exactly. everything to stop it from starting. Like, that, there's a lot to be impressed by. It's, like, everything you could think about the Canes yeah. was put on display there. Yeah, and then they had their struggles against the Bruins now, but it still looks better than last season, so we'll see. Islanders, Florida. <laughs> these are the two, like, sorry, these are the two franchises probably in the NHL where I'm, like, I – I don't know what's going on here, and I never will. <laughs> um, I can't believe they couldn't score. It was embarrassing. Florida, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. I, the Islanders, at their best and at their healthiest, like their identity is like their defensive skill, and that was like a Trotz yeah. thing. And then the next year of Trotz was, let's blend your offensive skill now with the defensive structure that we've implemented, and like you could see that was happening. But um, they, you know, Adam Pellick was hurt through most of the year. That hurt them. Clutterbucks, Ezekiel, and all these players that are so key to like their defensive structure. So the fact that they're all healthy and back together, I thought there could have been a little bit more rest, but like they played really well and to their strengths. And then you had like the depth from uh, like guys like Bavillier. So, and yeah. Bobrovsky. Oh, but, he was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Anna Kendrick was watching that. <laughs> Sarah, do you have any additional analysis on the, on the, the matchup what? itself? 
I do want to say that um, that picture of Dale Talon sleeping in the press box, I'm in it. So <laughs> I will miss my dear friend and I should be hired for the GM position because I was awake in that picture. But <laughs> What are your thoughts on Bobrovsky? He did, I, he did yeah. not look good. I mean, he did, I, listen, and we have talked about how the team in front of him is, is not great, um, but he did not look good. I think he had, he had like two really good saves. I forget which game. Everything is a blur. Time has no meaning. Um, but <laughs> but it, I, was, I was not impressed. Could that cutting cost with that? Like, not that I know anything on the same level as you about this subject, but like, I've been... I'm like, okay, this guy's great, whatever. Accent, like, but I still didn't really know what to make of him because he'll let five in, and then yep. the next day, like, whatever. And sometimes you just like need to find the right groove or whatever. But I, for me, that just kind of made up my mind about him. Finally, like, yep. okay, I wouldn't want if I was a fan of a team, I wouldn't want him to be the goaltender of that team, especially for ten million dollars. Yeah, uh. that's the kicker. <laughs> Montreal, Philly. Excuse me, Montreal Pittsburgh. I was looking at the wrong round. Montreal Pittsburgh, guys. That was a great series, and I didn't, I did well, not expect. I, that was kind of one of the one of the ones I was kind of like, eh. yeah, you know, like you. It's not like there's like the history and the matchup. You felt like was uneven, and right, it was, it was every game was good. Every game was like genuinely interesting throughout it. It wasn't. It was like back and forth, and yeah. Yep. That was, that was oh, I also, that reminds me, I want to shout out uh, to Claude Julian. I hope that yes. everything's, yep. I know it's, I'm relieved to hear that everything's okay. He's one of the classiest guys in the game. Um, great leader, great coach. Um, big part of the reason why Montreal's even in this and still in it. So um, wishing him well, but also, yeah, I, I was not expecting that to be as fun as it was. Um, I'm kind of sad that they lost on Sidney Crosby's birthday. Like, that's so rude. Um, I do love a good Pittsburgh media meltdown and baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's my God. For me. What do you yeah. think, Allison? I, I, I mean, seriously, like, close only to Toronto. And Toronto is first. Pittsburgh is second. Yes. But, like, you fire every single assistant coach. Like, you just, like, and that organization, too. Again, we talk about talent. And granted, they're getting older, but, like, Mm-hmm. come on like that I just I never saw that one coming I think we all got that one wrong in our picks yeah I thought oh, yeah. With, with a healthy Jake Gensel I'm like you know what that I think he was like that the key player for me yep. to be healthy to see it because you could have two really good scoring lines and I mean every every flow we know about them defensively though fucking shined yeah one player in particular and did you see something about them maybe cutting costs too that oh, they want yeah 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 yeah, yeah so uh if you're going to cut, let's say, $10 million in salary, I know a player who you're going to want to get rid of. And I don't know how you're going to manage it, but you know what? They always do. You signed them for a reason, right? All right, let's run through these Western play-in rounds quick here. Um, we'll start with perhaps least controversial, Vancouver, Minnesota. Shayna, quick thoughts. Trying to think. Um, I'm here what for you Quinn Hughes. About this. I don't <laughs> know. What's your thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> it was solid. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Sorry. No, go, go. I've, sorry, I have one hour of sleep, so I'm just like, what's going on? But um, I, that validated my decision, that alone, to vote for Quinn Hughes for the Calder, which I did. That's great. Um, he is the best Canucks defenseman of all time already, which doesn't really say great things about the Canucks, but he's that good. Like, yeah. I love it yeah. out of him. Love to see that. Um. I loved the pregame video from JT Miller too. Cause like, he's a guy that um, I thought the Rangers should have traded for a while. Like I didn't think he was like the right fit in New York. And it kind of seemed like he did need to get a shit together a little bit more too. You yeah. know, it's like, it, it just, whatever. Um, he, he's clicked in Vancouver and I really like how he compliments that first line. And if you weren't hyped watching that video, like you're lying. Nashville, Arizona. This one surprised me. I think I picked Arizona, but this one still surprised me. Yeah. I don't like Hines, but I, I don't think he's like a great coach, but I, I didn't. Right. Um, that, that last game was excellent though. And when they forced overtime, for sure, I'm like, that's going, this Predators right. have this game. They're going right. to extend the series. And then they didn't. Uh, Arizona scoring looked way better than I thought. And it was nice to see players like Phil Kessel and yeah. – I love seeing Grabner score on breakaways because I think it's so fun. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. 
it, it was definitely good and Kemper's really good so it was like nice for him to like get up a chance to show it because I, I know a lot of people obviously doubt them given like all their injuries yeah. and crap. Sarah. Well, that, yeah, that's the whole thing with them. It wasn't like they were ever a bad team. They were really good at the beginning of the year. Then yep. it was all the injuries yep. and like the goaltending was so good. And, um, and injuries there too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was just really unfortunate, but I just want whatever makes Craig Morgan happy. So. Oh, we love Craig. We do. Edmonton, Chicago, perhaps in contention for meltdown number two. <laughs> However, Sarah, your thoughts. Edmonton, um, again, not a playoff team. I hate it here. Like, how? And then everybody still has, like, McDa obviously McDavid's the best player in the league, I will say. But For then, sure. like, I don't want to hear it with Dreisaitl. Like, I, I think he's good, but I don't think, like, I think this kind of showed, well, no, we didn't overrate him, but I do think, like, shouldn't those two be enough? Like, <laughs> yeah. What else? In Toronto, we just talked about it. Like, yeah, that's teams. so true. Actually. I mean, yeah, it just shows you how you need. It's not all about start, especially like in such a parody league. Like, it's not about the star player, but like that obviously helps. But it's like you need to build around them. Right. Yep. And they went from a one-line team to a two-line team because you have like Yamamoto and Nugent Hopkins clicking, but right. their fucking defense. I mean, the oh. goal ending for one. I think goalies playing the puck is fun, but it was, oh my God. it was game one. It was the second Chicago goal, if I remember correctly. Mike Smith got out of the net, yep. screwed up, gets back in the net, goes out of the net again, and then they score. I, I, and the contracts they had, it blows my mind that they waited until after Koskinen was signed to fire Shirelli and not stop him from that. And I'm not saying it's Koskinen's fault, but, like, that's your goaltending tandem. And, like, they, they buried themselves in this, and they, they need they – need, defense they need better goaltenders they need scoring depth and you don't want to hear that at this point like Connor McDavid's career like at what point right. is he gonna be like get me out totally right the fans are so unhinged but I can't even blame them like no. I tweeted something like wow like they really need more defense and then somebody was like that's the worst take I've ever heard I was like that the Edmonton Oilers lacking defensive depth is the worst take you've ever heard I don't yeah. know about that Calgary Winnipeg that you guys, this one just made me sad because like Winnipeg yeah. was literally like down to two players and like a ball of twine by the end of this this yeah. series. I was so bummed about Shifley's injury. Yeah, it sucked. So I don't know if there's more to say about that. I feel like this wasn't yeah. even Winnipeg we were watching, unfortunately. Yeah, um, Talbot looks great. Yeah. He gets a shout out. All right. Shall we move on to round one? The games yeah. that are actually being played. The hockey yeah. that's happening in the world. All right, let's stay in the West. Let's stay with Calgary, who is now playing Dallas. Predictions, Sarah Sivian. Um, you know what? Dallas just doesn't really do it for me. Calgary, I, I'll be honest with you guys, I have not watched a second of the Calgary Flames play during this playoffs because I just have three games in four days for the Canes. I'm like, I... Insane. It has not been happening for me, so I feel like I can't give a prediction, but just I don't like the Dallas Stars. I don't enjoy watching them, and I'm just over it, so I'm going to say Flames in seven. Okay. Shayna? Um, I'm going to say Flames. I feel like they were against a diminished Winnipeg team, and I'm, like, I'm acknowledging that, but there was something about it, like their depth, their defense, their goal yeah. team. It seemed like it clicked. Like it finally clicked because they were a team that was kind of like unremarkable throughout the year. Right. Um, and Dallas was struggling because, like, they weren't getting shit from their best players, like Hints and Sagan they needed more from. And obviously, like, Bishop, it seemed like he would tweak something. He was unfit, so whatever that means, you know. Um, I, I just think Calgary has a little something more that I like right now, like, based on what I've seen. But I do think it's interesting because Hockey Viz, I think, rates Dallas really well and has them going pretty far. So I kept trying to, like, contemplate it, but I think I still lean Calgary. I am also going to lean Calgary, just like Sarah, because I don't think Dallas has it together sorry like uh, Sean Shapiro is probably one of my favorite um, totally. reporters and then so I actually like am invested in like whatever happens because he's like so funny on Twitter and like just like I'll read his stories and I'm like oh my god this really is the most boring team of all time and you don't deserve minus the horse shit minus the horse shit all right all right, all right. Vancouver Seattle Sarah your pick 
St. Louis. Seattle. Whatever. St. Louis. <laughs> STL. Wait. Oh my God. What literally what that, that five overtime game was so long. Seattle has actually entered the league. No, um, wow. Vancouver, St. Louis, Sarah. Canucks and six. They're just uh, they're catching a vibe to me right now. I just like, they're catching that lightning in a bottle to me. Okay. Um, and they got this, like, I don't know. I'm here for it. Shayna. This is the one I'm the most stuck on. And I think on my right. bracket, I took St. Louis and the whole time I was doing it. I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. Like they do have Tarasenko back. And they, like, have a very good team. Like, we know that. But um, there's something about Vancouver. Like, I like, I like how they look. And it looks like they're, they're going. And, like, it, maybe we get Calgary-Vancouver, like, in the next round, too. That way, like, that would be fun. But I, I'm going to very slightly lean Vancouver. I'm going to leave Vancouver purely for the fact that I don't want a repeat. Purely. Fair. I like so that. So that's my choice. Where are we? Chicago-Vegas. Shayna. I'm going Vegas. Vegas Vegas is such a good team, and they were a team – I question why they changed their coach, and I don't, like, love the coaching change, but you could see, like, things – it was goaltending. But you could see, like, how things get together. That top six, the fact that you've, like, Mark Stone is one of the best players in the league, and, you know, William Carlson, Marcheseau, and it, when Pacioretty's healthy, and he's – he was out yesterday, I think. I think he played game one, he was out game two. I really like their offense. Leonard has been really sharp and like the concern can be like, Oh, well the Blackhawks know his tricks, but like he does know their tricks too. And um, Chicago has such shitty defense. So it's like, well, they have offense and they do have goaltending. I think the fact that their defense is so bad, it's going to be tough because Vegas looks so good up and down. So I go then. Sarah. Yeah. Vegas in five. Um, I think they're, they're too good. Um, compared to Chicago, which was kind of like a, yeah, Chicago's just happy to be here at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But sometimes that's dangerous because it's like he, right. they have nothing to lose. But like, right. I'm not going to think about it too much here. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, yeah. This is not like the like galaxy brain, like reverse psychology here. I'm going yeah. with Vanco- with uh, Vegas also. Final Western matchup, Colorado and Arizona. Sarah? Um, oh, Colorado in five. Nathan McKinnon, baby. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Colorado too. I think a healthy Colorado is a really good team. Like they addressed everything that they really needed to. And they look when they're like on their game and on their shit, they look good. And they have so far and that it's like not a knock at Arizona. It's just like a testament to like, yeah, what Colorado's put together. Yeah. I'm with you. I pick Colorado also because I just think that they are in fact the better team in this matchup. So maybe it's just going to be good hockey and we have to hope for that. What are you looking at? The Philly Montreal game's on, and oh, okay. um, I don't have my glasses, so I was like squinting at it. Um, <laughs> Tell I'm, us who you pick in that game, in that in that uh, series, Shana. Well, it's I'm I'm picking Philly, okay, um, because I think Philly is going to the Cup final, the AV, you know, the special in year one. But I do find it interesting. I think the shot attempts, and my my eyes are very blurry, are like 27 to six in Montreal's favor today. And I saw a tweet a minute ago that like. Philly only got their first shot in like 17 minutes. And I wouldn't look at Montreal's like defensive stalwart, you know, and I I think we know Philly has some depth and their top six is really good, but that really surprises me. So I don't think Montreal is going to go quietly anywhere. I think that they showed that last round had the season continued. I don't think they'd be in this position at all. Like I don't think that they would have had a shot in hell and had that, but they, they really looked good. Like last series that I think that they can push Philly, but I still think Philly will win. Okay, Sarah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think you got to give um, the Habs, the, I feel like they're the one team that like you over, everybody overlooked. And it's like, well, you got to give them respect now. And um, I, I do think it's like extra motivation to like do it for Claude. I like, so I think that like rallying around that like might help. And I, they're not going away. You're right. But I do think that um, the Flyers are going to go really far. So yeah, their flyers or flyers look so good right now. They've looked yeah. really, really strong. And I, I was talking to Charlie, who does amazing coverage of, for them um, yesterday, and I like his work, so I'd like to see him keep going too. Um, yeah. So Philly's my choice. Um, Islanders, Washington, Sarah. I was just talking about this with Scott Burnside. Um, 
I'm going to be honest with you, like Washington's coaching staff just really doesn't do it for me at all. I feel like I just, I'm over it. Um, obviously, Ovi and all of their top players have the ability to take over a game, but I do think this playoff, unlike any other playoff, has um, reliant on coaching decisions and um, like morale and things like, like the intangibles that players can't control. Like there's never been more of a question mark or a margin there. So I feel like Barry Trotz is the guy, especially because of the way the Islanders had been playing and like what, and I liked what I saw out of them a lot in the um, first, whatever the plan. Shayna. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Islanders too. Um, Like, like you said, with the the Capitals training staff, like the coaching staff, like, they still have the same power play coach, and I think that's important because obviously it's been one of, like, their biggest strengths. But I I like – like, Lane Lambert has been really good with, like, a penalty kill, and he went with the trots and obviously the goaltending coaches. So it's, like – I feel like that could give them this edge. But, like, there's something about it now. Like, Nick Backstrom's out, and you're, you have to, like, consider yeah. that in it too, and I think that hurts because he's so good. But uh, I, I think the Islanders just – I don't think they're going to go far, but I think they'll go further than the Caps now. I am going straight trot revenge tour here. Islanders. That's my choice. Um, Blue Jackets, Tampa. I'll go last. Sarah, go. Jackets and seven. I'm just here. I'm here for it at this point. I'm here for it. They got this. (laughs) Shayna. Before the series started, I was – Definitely going Tampa because I thought Columbus maybe like some injuries would creep up considering like Murray and Wierenski each mm-hmm. were like missing stuff, uh, missing time. Missing limbs. <laughs> missing stuff. Yeah. They missed time. So I was like, ah. But Columbus, the way that they clicked yesterday, I look at it and I'm like, this, this series is going seven. It's been much more evenly matched than what right. I thought. I, yep. I think Corpus Hall has been unreal. So I'm like, I still want to say it's going to be Tampa. Okay. I, think, I think that they're going to do it but I think it's going seven games and it's going to be a long series. Yeah. I'm with you, Shana. Unfortunately, sorry, folks. Um, Columbus is doing amazing things, but I just particularly, here's my big concern without Merzlikens as your backup or as your second goalie really is what his, he really is. Um, I just, it just makes me nervous. It just makes me nervous. I think it's going to be very, it's much more competitive than I expected, which is great. It's going to be good hockey, hopefully, but I still feel like Tampa Bay has the edge. And finally, series to Sarah, Carolina, Boston. Everyone read Sarah's coverage at The Athletic. It's the best coverage around. Read it there. Shana, you go first. We'll save Sarah for last. Um, Carolina. Okay. Uh, my biggest worry for them would be goaltending. I didn't like how Marazic looked in game one, but Reimer came in really sharp in game two, and I think that Boston doesn't look 100%. Like, Pashnak might not even play tomorrow. We don't know. And right. did he get hurt on a goal celebration? Yes. Like, yes. <sighs> so, you know what? <laughs> when I was a cheerleader, I won the national championship, and I broke my ankle celebrating. So I cannot – it's all about the celly sometimes. I can't blame him. I can't blame him, but damn, that sucks. I, I think uh, – I just think Carolina, like the way that they battled back yesterday, I looked at it, I'm like, you know what? Like they look like they have it. They look like they can do it. Like they're such a good team. We know it. So I think that they can push past Boston. I am also going to pick Carolina because I'm here for Sarah Sivian and her mm-hmm. coverage. And, and I, 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 listen, I am, well, so Boston is too though. Boston uh, is, is a very good penalty kill. Um, I would uh, also enjoy more Rod Brindamore. Mm-hmm. I find him to be entertaining. I love him. That segment on him the other day cracked me up with him without a shirt and like all the players were like making fun of it. Yes. That was, I could go for more. The man has zero body fat though. It's ridiculous. He's, he's 50, Sarah. I've, is that right? Yeah. He just turned 50 a few days ago. And exactly. here are NHL players, current NHL players who are like, we can't take our shirts off around him. Right. Totally. Sarah, what is your prediction for this series? I have to say about Brindamore, like I don't... I don't want to be a fangirl or anything like that, but I've just never like, I don't know, like the amount, I've never respected somebody more maybe in my life. Like just like getting to know him and getting to know even the way he is kind of like with the media behind the scenes, with things you don't see, like how I got to the point where I got what he said to me about what the $25,000 and $17 fine. But like, 
the way he's very, he just cares a lot about yeah. the hurricanes and the hurricanes community and he's just a very good person. But um, I mean, at the beginning of this, I said Bruins and seven, just because it's like, it's the Bruins guys. Like I know, like I think the Canes put up a fight and they are blowing my expectations out of the water, to be honest. And I thought if they didn't win game two after all was said and done after everything, then it would have been Bruins kind of same old story Bruins in six or five, but like I initially said Bruins in seven and now I'm like, I think it'll go to seven. I think the Bruins are still going to win just because it's like, it, I think it, a lot depends on Pasternak status, but um, they're just, their windows closing and they know it and they yeah. know that they have, and like, some of the plays that you see, it's the same old Bruins, which is scary. And they remember losing in game seven. They have one pretty much, not one more chance, but it's like Charis is certainly not getting any younger. Um, all that, all that. There's contracts to be debated this season um, right. that are going to be tough. And I think the Canes have a bigger window, but it's like, it's so encouraging to see them take these next steps and how like, um, Brindamore went to bat for them with that, with saying what he said and they, repaid him and it's encouraging to see Dougie um I feel like we're gonna see exactly what's uh, game three is gonna be huge here but I do think both teams could win hot take I guess we have given you all our predictions I've written them down this time so I have them so we'll oh, check so in on those after uh -oh. well we all learned right. we we forgot um but we would also like to give a shout out to the unofficial sponsors of too many men those specific teams help me out Shana who have kindly drawn attention to the too many men podcast by allowing extra skaters on the ice thank you tampa bay uh who else Shana? columbus columbus i think colorado there's one more United. i believe it was colorado in the plane but so hashtag sponsor us too many men thank you for the free ad time okay sponsors that's right there's room for all <laughs> the friends we made along the way the friends we made along the way all right Time to wrap up. Everyone's favorite. We've got some doozies. We love having these submitted by our listeners. Thank you guys so much. Let's go through this week's fuck, marry, kill. First one, and they're all playoff related. I love it. First one. Now these are all related. You guys know what they are. So trying to answer just the one because the, they cross over. Sarah, you're up first. You ready? Mm -hmm. <laughs> fuck, marry, kill. Habs in. Blackhawks in. Or Leafs and Oilers out? I'm going to marry Leafs and Oilers out because it's 2020 and everything is so up in the air that it's good to know that like two laws of the universe um, remain intact. So we're going to marry that. We're going to fuck Habs in because that is excited. I'm excited to watch it. Like I like their games and I'll be honest, like we all know my history with the Habs, but like, I don't, I'm, I'm glad to have a positive thought about this team and I'm going to kill Blackhawks in because like, we don't need this. Society has progressed past the need for the Blackhawks <laughs> and the Stanley Cup playoffs. Okay. Shana go. I am going to marry the Habs being in because I think it was super fun to see them take out Pittsburgh. I think that they earned it. I'm not someone that I would say generally, I don't want to say roots for the Habs, but they're not a team that like, I'm always like, I'm so hyped to watch the Habs. And like, I, I actually am. And I think it's really interesting what they're doing. And the fact that they're not going to be like blown out this series based on this game. Like, I feel like they're not going to be. And I'm like, all right, they did it. Like they earned it. Um, and they really ran with the opportunity. So I will marry that. I'm going to fuck the Leafs and Oilers being out because while I love it, because how can you not? Um, I want it to shut up after a while because I don't want to hear complaints about McDavid's blandness when he's outstanding. And I, there's just, there's just like, it, you get to a certain point where you're just like, Oilers, Leafs, shut the fuck up. So I can't marry that because I think I would go insane and I'd probably end up in jail for like killing my husband. So I will just fuck it and then get rid of it because I can't, I, I would lose my, I can't deal with that every day. It's too much. How does this affect the Leafs and how the Oilers are, the stars on the Oilers are bad and blah, 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 blah. So I'll only fuck it. And then I will kill the Blackhawks 
because yes, you did it. You got past Edmonton. Congrats. But I like, I don't care that you're here. You won your cups. Go away. Literally. I don't like, they're, they're literally just going to go back and be like, who from our 2010, 13, 15 rosters can we trade back for anyway? So after this, when they lose. I am going to marry Leafs and Oilers out because it's just glorious, delicious, delicious takes. Um, and I need that energy. Um, I'm going to kill the Blackhawks getting in because, like, seriously. But at least they didn't get the first overall pick because then this I would have true. had to have raged. Um, and I will fuck the Habs getting in because, honestly, one of that might be the bigger surprise to me honestly, mm-hmm. even than the Blackhawks. So um, let's have a little fun there. All right, next one. Shana, you're up first. You ready? Mm-hmm. One, the Rangers going through all their effort. Two, the Blue Jackets having to start a new series after just one day of rest. Or three, <laughs> all these playoff records being broken in not the playoffs. Go. I'm going to say I'm going to marry all these playoff records being broken and not the playoffs because this is what the league deserves. Um, I understand everything's chaotic and this is like new territory, but I think that in so many ways they've made this so overly complicated. And now it's like, well, how are you going to deal with it? Nobody knows. Is it postseason? Is it playoffs? And there's so many things with it that it's just like, this is what you deserve because there could have been clarity and like you set the tone with it and you did not do it very well. So this is why we're here. Um, I am going to. Fuck Columbus having to start the new series the day after one day's rest because it's the fact that they're here. And wow. yeah, I think that they are always, they could be an all-star team. And I think that people will treat them as an underdog. And I think that they showed up and then against Toronto, and then they continued that against Tampa, pushing it to the five overtimes and then winning. So I'm, I'm here for it. I, like, you know, I feel for them. I feel bad for them. So I don't want them to have to like live that every single day, but like, you know, they deserve some credit. And I will kill the Rangers going through all that effort because honestly, I didn't, there was such bad effort and every hole in that team shined through and you look at it and you're just like, I, if they just lost, I would be like, sure. But the fact that they got, they lost as badly as they did, like feel shame. Sarah, go. Can we like go over what the things were again? Like my brain can handle this right now. Number one, the Rangers going through all their effort. Okay. Two, the Blue Jackets having to start a new series after one day's rest. Three, all these playoff records being broken in not the playoffs. Yes, I'm going to marry all these playoff records being broken in not the playoffs because that's just, you get what you deserve, but at the same time, it's like we're going to look back and tell our kids about this, right? Like, this is when this record happened. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I will kill... um, the Blue Jackets having to do their thing because that doesn't seem fair. And poor Seth Jones is like, on, I don't even know. Like he needs to, I hope he's being fed well. And then I will um, marry the Leafs going through, or wait, no, I will. The Rangers. Oh, Jesus. You. I will fuck the Rangers going through all this effort because what effort? Like, what does that even mean? Wow. Excellent. All right. I will kill the Blue Jackets having to start a new series after one day's rest because it's insane. Tampa was even upset given their schedule. So it's not even just the Blue Jackets. Um, I will marry the Rangers going through all their effort because it was just such a spectacle. I mean, and you have to, you have to sequester and then you have to go through training camp and you have to travel to the bubble and you go through all this and you're done in like three days. I, I mean, get that's what And then I will therefore fuck all the playoff records being broken because what fun that has been. All right, final fuck, Mary kill. My friends, Sarah, are you ready? I am. Fake crowd noise at games, the cancellation of college football for fall 2020, or the Geico commercial that keeps airing during hockey. Okay, I'm, oh my God, like this is the first time in TMM history I've wanted to kill every single one of these things. It's an um, option. It is? Well, remember I did a thruple one time. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, what do I hate the most out of this? I guess you said Geico commercial specifically, it doesn't bother me. The one where Max Domi's like, 
laughing because he, his first car was an Audi and it's supposed to say that this is why the league has personality makes me want to die, but that's a story for a different day. Um, so I'll marry the Geico commercial because I don't really care. I okay. will um, kill the college football season being canceled because we all knew it was going to happen, but it's still like, what the things that we, that they have had to go through and it's just like, what they're trying to convince people to come back to campus when Right. They dangling that above their heads and like what I'm making them pay tuition when I mean it's stupid. And then I will fuck. Um fake crowd noise. The crowd. I'll yeah, the crowd noise. I am like kinda I don't really care either way, but I feel like they just need to make it more honest and they should have had um Toronto fans booing the Toronto Maple Leafs. Amazing. Shayna, go. You're muted, dear. <laughs> hello hello go. um i am going to marry the fake crowd noise which like i don't like it but i feel like there's like there's room for improvement i think my biggest issue is like when a goal is scored it's so loud and i feel like the goal horn could be like a little louder and i feel like they've been tweaking it and working with it but like yeah they have yeah like you can still hear stuff going on on the ice my issue isn't the fake crowd noise it's the five second delay because our Little virgin ears can't hear a curse word on the TV. Yeah. If it was an NBC national game at Sunday at three o'clock and they did that, I would go, I understand. It's channel four. Yeah. But for the rest of the games, I'm like, dude, no. So uh, I, I'll marry that. It's whatever. You know, I get it. They're trying. They put in the effort. And I think it's cool that they ask fans to contribute to it too by like sending in clips of them saying certain things. Um, I will, I'll fuck the Geico commercial even though I don't like it, but there's worse, there's worse for sure. And like the ones you hear them on NHL TV and the TV, like, yeah, I think the Adida Menzel one, I'm like, I can't, I can't. Oh. And I don't, it's not, it's not her, it's the commercial and it's just terrible. So that one's awful. Yeah. It, they're all so bad because they're yeah. all just so repetitive. Yeah. And it, like, if it's slightly annoying and it's repetitive, it's that much worse. Mm -hmm. And oh, then right. I will kill the college football season being canceled. Uh, I think it's the right call. I think that the health and safety of the players is most important, especially when we don't know what the long-term implications of this can be and you don't need to fuck up your life for playing a sport. But um, I feel for the players. And I think especially if you're like a senior and this was like your last opportunity, I think it's terrible. And, you know, it really does suck. And I also feel for like those who don't fully understand what's going on and they're just like angry about it because I, I wish like some of the information out there was a little bit clear that everyone was uh kind of on the right page about how dangerous this is and how it was the right decision but I feel like that's a that's a big issue right there so I just think mm -hmm. kill it all I am going to for all like now all I can think about is all the commercials repeating over and over again so I have to kill the Geico commercial because I can't like I just I can't I can't deal with them the Adina Menzel is like nightmare fuel at this point because like it's every five seconds it's terrible and in Columbus there's this local god bless but there's this local company doing a commercial with Cam Atkinson and Seth Jones and I don't know what happened with their ad purchase but like they run it twice in a row so it's not oh. just an annoying commercial that we've now heard 8,000 times, but you literally hear it twice in a row and I want to die. Um, so I'm going to kill commercials. I'm going to take a twist on the cancellation of the college football. I'm going to marry that because I think it's the right call. I think it's the responsible thing to do. I get that it sucks, um, but we're seeing that the only way sports works right now and it's still at great risk is in a bubble situation and they can't do that and it sucks hopefully they can resume play and if pro leagues are upset about that then develop a minor league and pay your players sorry like there's bullshit as to why this is so important mm -hmm. above and beyond the self-interest of the players who have every right to be self-interested so therefore i will fuck the fake crowd noise i think it's actually turned out well it's not distracting to me i don't mind it but i would much prefer to hear the actual on ice stuff and like every time i'm hearing it then i look at the players and i'm like they're not hearing this at all like how weird is it for them like Aren't legitimately the isn't crowd it, noise yeah isn't it being played there too i thought it, i know for baseball it was being oh, played in the stadium i thought I it thought was just the i don't we'll have to find out i don't know yeah wow. so I don't, I don't mind it it's turned out fine all right that was our fuck mary kill my friends do we have anything else to say to the people we have pride merch 
Oh yes, right. we have Pride merch. Check it out. Uh, we'll have the link in our show notes, and of course, it's on our Twitter. Um, check that out. Um, it's funds like that that help us support great charities. Um, we don't make a dime. We just use that to produce the podcast and to do good as much as we can for others. So thank you for saying that, Shana. Sarah, final words for the friends. Yep, just love you guys um, as always. And especially now like that I had not a meltdown on Twitter, but was just kind of really stressed out about everything. And um, all the kind words were just so appreciated. It's sometimes just important to remember I do it for y'all and I wouldn't be able to without you. So thanks for the support. Love you. Yeah. Awesome. Keep supporting Sarah. Keep reading her work. Um, definitely key. Um, you can find us on Twitter at two underscore much underscore man. Um, we have a website, the too many men pod.com. Um, our merch is linked there. Um, it's also on Teespring if you're looking for it. And until next time, we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Love you. Again.